Welcome to Hockey Prospect Radio, your voice for prospect news and analysis on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. Now, here's your hosts, Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. This is Hour 2 and brought to you by Junior Prospect Hockey League, Western Canada's newest developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level at Junior Prospect Hockey League. Com. We're speaking with Patrick Williams, HL correspondent for NHL.com and AHL.com. So we're going to chat th- chat about a couple rookies this week as well. Now, I know Adam Sakura got a couple games in last year, well, six games plus playoffs, but this is really his rookie season. And I know they let him go to the World Juniors, which I think is great because he's a 19-year-old from that respect. But he's the type of player, from my perspective, Patrick, that it's that part of that new breed like you, you need a guy like this on your third line. He's like yep. a dynamic skater. He's exceptionally responsible defensively for a young player, which is really rare. Uh, you know, his leadership capabilities, he's got a motor, he plays with pace. He has pretty good puck skills, pretty good hockey sense from that respect. Um, don't look at his numbers in terms of like, you know, only having 19 points in 42 games. Cause I, you know, he's playing a role, but in the league, and the American Hockey League is getting younger. I remember when you and I started, I think the average was like 29 years old. And now it's down <laughs> to 24. Like, it's a young league. Again. It, was a, it was an old 29 too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking a lot gr- of miles on those. Uh, that's those grizzled, grizzled 29-year-olds. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, in that respect. Conditioning and the uh, lifestyle was not always conducive. Um, <laughs> yeah, they here. There were 35-year-old bodies, if not, like, yeah. with the injuries and the smoking and the drinking. So, yeah, it's totally different world. And that's where I think I'm, you know, I've actually changed my tune. I used to be really heavily against having 19-year-old, 20-year-olds in the American Hockey League, and to a degree, depending on the player I do. Um, but if the player has the maturity of Adam Sakura, I'm okay with having a 19-year-old in there, particularly if you're a European. And the reason I say that, in, in Adam's cases, if you get a player playing, you know, in the SAHL or, or Extra League or Liga or the KHL, well, you're subject to the whims of that particular team. And if you're going to potentially get relegated, that team, well, that Nitro's like, unless they're utterly unbelievable dynamic, they're going to get, you know, stapled to the bench. So that doesn't help their development, right? So that's where I think it's it was good for Adam Sakura to come over. To, um, Talk about a little bit about you know, how he's played so far in the first 42 games. Well, uh, first off, that's a great point about, uh, you know, the European clubs, like they have a completely different um, set of priorities as they should, right? Like their priorities are are winning. Um, Some cases, the relegation fight, you know, depending on the league, uh, obviously making money. Like, so, you know, putting fans in seats, there's a whole different, you know, set of priorities that uh, your, your American hockey league team, doesn't necessarily have those same uh, objectives, at least not to the same extent. So um, you get a player like him over here, he's in your system. He's, he's under the, the, the eye of your coaching staff, your developmental staff every single day at practice. And then two or three times in, you know, a week on the ice in game competition. Um, you can, you know, Hartford in New York, obviously close by, you can shoot back and forth. Um, you know, it's just, it's a whole different uh, set up, right? Like, in, uh, like you said, and I think the other thing too now with your 19-year-olds is they're coming out, they're, they're so much more prepared than they used to be. And it used to be, uh, you know, 20, even 21-year-old 
still really raw. Oh, they were and, a babe in the woods when we first started, you know, like in the just, early 2000s, 20, you know, 2000, 2001, 2002. You saw a 20 year old come in there and they look like <laughs> like a child going into yeah. a prison, going into a prison yard. Like it's just <laughs> radically different than it ever, ever was 20, 25 years ago. Uh, and now the, the level of training and coaching at a younger and younger age is so much better. Like these kids now in their, their teen years are, are, you know, they have the skills coaches and, and skating coaches and all that. So by the time you get them at 19 years old, uh, they're not a finished product, but they're a lot further along than players used to be. So that, that, that's a big, that's a big part of it. And, you know, for a guy like Sakura, like he's hanging in there. And I, I I agree with you. You know, people might look at the point totals and say, okay, well, what is he doing? But, you know, you have to remember he would normally be, a, you know, a junior player, right? Well, if he played you know, in the so, CHL, he'd probably have, yeah. eight, you know, 85 or 90 points yeah, and in everybody 60 would be, games. Would be throwing about that. You know, like the American League is a huge step, right? Like for, for, for young players. And, you know, Hartford is – They've had their ups and downs this year, and you know you had a coaching change uh, back in November with uh, Block uh, leaving and then Steve Smith coming in. So there's been a lot, a lot to handle for a young player like that. But he's done that. I like. I agree with you. I like that he went off to the World uh, Junior and uh, got to do that, and now he's come back to see see him with the stretch drive and see what he can do. Let's talk about Marco Casper mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. Because there's another 19 year old player that you know the Red Wings thought, okay, let's let's get him out of the Swedish Elite League out of Rogala and get him into our system and play as much hockey as we can get him and in as many different situations so that we can dictate the style of play he has and what situations we can put him in so we can mold him at that age and in many situations similar to Adam Sakura and the fact that. They just had to get him in, uh, and it's nothing against the European Elite Leagues because they're you know they're very very good leagues, oh, yeah. but they have their own priorities and and they know if that player's drafted and he's going to be leaving soon, they got to focus on what they need to do for them to survive. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you know, you're dealing with, with you know, like I said, depending on the league, you're dealing with relegation concerns. You're dealing with just you know physically you know putting putting fans in the building and paying your bills and you, know, you don't have a, an NHL parent club to kind of you know, push Help you out. Uh, so yeah, it's this totally different set of priorities. Like, as we said with Sakura, with Casper, I, I, I spoke with Dan Watson. He's the uh, head coach of Grand Rapids. And, you know, we had a pretty good chat about Casper. Um, and one of the things that really came up was that trust element, right? And that takes time and it takes time on, on both sides of that relationship, coach and player. Uh, Obviously, the coach has to trust trust the player. Um, the player also has to to come to trust the coach, and you, you're working with each other for the first time on an extended basis, you know. But you know, I, sp- I spoke with Watson. You know, the first thing that you know really, and, and I agree, first thing that really comes, um, it's very apparent is that 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 work ethic with Casper. You know, like he's got a great work ethic already. You know, he's got a pro style work ethic. Uh, at a young age, at 19, you, you can, I mean, so many of the players that come out of the Swedish league, uh, just Swedish hockey in general, um, are so polished already. And then they're very, they're very well trained. And um, so it didn't take long for Casper to get that trust, you know, from a coach like uh, Dan Watson, who's, you know, uh, had a lot of success at different, you know, levels, you know, DCHL level now at the end, the AHL level. So, um, with Casper, there wasn't necessarily that reward early on in terms of points. And, you know, the things that, that 
you know, excite both players and fans. Uh, but as he got used to things, as he started to really figure out the league, it's a much different league from the Swedish league, obviously. The points and the numbers started to follow. And, uh, you know, he's, he's basically, he's in your top six. Uh, Grand Rapids has had a really nice uh, past couple of months. He's been a big part of that. And, uh, you know, uh, for him, you know, he's already somebody you can really trust to play all three zones um, and just play with a lot, a lot of diligence, a lot of responsibility. And I think that bodes really well. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of what the Red Wings are doing in general with Grand Rapids. I've seen a lot of the same similarities uh, that Steve Eisenman did with uh, Tampa and Syracuse um, in helping to build up that franchise uh, you know, a decade ago. A couple of minutes left before we uh, have to head off to break. Let's talk about Ryan Winterton with Coachella Valley. You know, big strapping young kid. And he's 20-year-old. Thoughts on him? Because I think you know, 14 goals and 43 games for a young kid. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And now he's going to start, you know, charging down the stretch run. And I think that's where he's going to really start to feel much more comfortable about his game. But uh, I think, you know, Seattle is like my conversations with, they're really happy about how he's progressed so far. Yeah. You know, Coachella is an interesting story just because, uh, you know, they, they went to game seven uh, of the finals last year, went over to lost, had a real, Short summer, um, had a fair amount of turnover in terms of, uh, you know, there were some real key veterans leaving. And obviously Seattle's a, a team where you're still early stages of cycling prospects in. Uh, you only have a handful of draft classes. Uh, so so you're just starting to kind of get some of those players to trickle into Coachella Valley. So it's a much younger team this year. I thought with Winterton, um, you know, he was probably asked to do more earlier um than maybe a player typically would simply because fair. yeah there was some some of that struggle early on for Coachella Valley they were kind of a up and down team that first two two months or so of the season uh kind of coming off off that uh playoff run and dealing with those changes you know so so he was somebody that really he stepped up early and uh, I thought that was really encouraging to see um you know you know, so often with young players, right? Like they're just trying to get their feet wet the first couple of months of their pro career. And, um, you know, he was somebody that, that uh, helps uh, pull his weight a little bit more than um, you might have otherwise expected. And then as obviously as kind of the team is, 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 is gone. Uh, they're now, in, you know, a team that's looking more like the team that we expected. Um, his, his numbers have followed as well. So, you know, he's, He's, uh, you know, he's on pace now for probably easily 20 goals. And I think you would always take that from a, a young rookie, um, you know, a guy that's a third round pick. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm encouraged. Uh, obviously, Seattle's pool is still somewhat, um, you know, still growing. But, uh, you know, they've all already had some success with Rick Evans. You have a, a Shane Wright in there, uh, Billy Ottavinians uh, coming in, done a nice job. And I have a guy like Winterton, uh, among some other names. Um, so, you know, slowly but surely, Seattle's doing a really nice job um, getting some of the young, those that young talent together at Coachella. Well, I agree. Uh, thank you very much, Patrick, for coming on the show once again. Appreciate it. We're going to take a short break. Stay tuned right after this. Every play, every stat. Every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, 
a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com.